I don't know about you, but I see all sorts of stories by looking around at nature. And where there is a story, there is inevitably a lesson or two to be learned, as in tree story. Once upon a time, there was a tree. This tree was a magnificent white pine, growing unlikely on the side of a cliff overlooking Lake Superior. Its height was 50 to 60 feet. It's hard to measure a tree that tall, but foresters suggested it might have been 50 to 75 years old, making it a venerable addition to the landscape no matter what the height. The pine tree was there long before my parents owned the property at Island's End, serving as a kind of custodian of the land through subsequent owners. The pine was as much a landmark and sentinel as the lighthouses on Michigan and Gull Islands. We have no way to guess at the number of storms it withstood over its years. Out on the point of Devil's Cauldron, it seemed to dare the nor'easters that raged across the open expanse of the lake and pounded the cliffs of the cauldron. The pine overlooked all of it, daring the blows to give it their all, bending at the treetop, but never breaking at the worst that nature would give. Until one day, perhaps in the mid-1980s, the tree fell. Whether the gales that brought it down were particularly vicious or it simply grew tired of standing up to bully winds, it toppled. But rather than falling into the roiling waters of Lake Superior below, the tree laid down, gently, onto the narrow shelf of the point, laying down on a bed of inferior trees and undergrowth. Amid the anguish of everyone who knew of it, the tree appeared to have touched the sky for the last time. But that was not the end fitting for such a warrior as this. Most importantly, the pine came to rest with one massive root still firmly embedded on the side of the cliff. Like some great claw steadfastly holding on for dear life, the root refused to let go on that stormy night nor during the next days and weeks thereafter. Today, 35 years or more after the collapse, the root still maintains an iron-like hold on the side of Devil's Cauldron, and the tree has adapted itself to a new life. From its prone position, the tree is still growing and commanding in its presence out on the point, the tree limbs that were fortunate enough to land skyward after the fall have continued to grow, unabated, unfazed by the change in posture. Some have reached 30 feet and more into the sky. The tree limbs which absorbed the fall and came to rest beneath the full weight of the tree also survived and are growing. It simply required a bit more time for those limbs to find their way around the trunk of the fallen tree before stretching upward once again. They have encircled neighboring trees as well in their search for upright status. Pine Tree Point is still all of that, only in a new context. 
The tenacious tree still serves as an irresistible stop for neighboring eagles who lovingly view the long expanse of tree trunk as a sort of fast food stop, a place on which to gratefully fillet their freshly caught whitefish from the cauldron below. But the tree also took on new meanings when it fell. It provides a luxurious fill to the land of the peninsula above the cauldron. Its elongated profile follows the cliff line to perfection, providing a natural barrier on the forest path against unfriendly winds. It serves as a landmark for sailors and other boaters who skirt the circumference of Madeline Island in search of sea caves and bits of lakeside lore. Devil's Cauldron always held its own mystique. It is grandly punctuated by the fallen Goliath, which now oversees the inlet from high above. For those who find their way to the point, it offers a lakeside seat, nearly unmatched in its panoramic views of the north end of the island and the lake beyond. The tree has even been home to a hammock, giving rest to an overnight adventurer. I do not know whether the tree is familiar with Shel Silverstein's The Giving Tree. Perhaps it is creating its own litany of gifts. There is at least one other role that this noble living thing has played, perhaps its most enduring, that of teacher. In one magnificent example, it has demonstrated attributes of resilience, tenacity, adaptation, perseverance, reinvention, and hope. It has become an emblem to those who know of it, a lumbering, massive contradiction to helplessness and discouragement in whatever forms they may take. There may be few more beautiful gifts than to gaze out each morning to the point and its elegant symbol of hope.